0: A new week of betting is here, everybody. This is Pick and Roll, the NBA betting show powered by the Hammer Betting Network, featured on the Board NBA channels on Twitter and on YouTube. You can watch this show live every single weekday at eleven fifteen a.m. Eastern time on at the Board NBA on Twitter and the Board NBA YouTube channel. As I mentioned, you can also check out Pick and Roll on Spotify and Apple Podcasts after the show is done. But like and retweet on Twitter. And make sure you've liked and subscribed on YouTube. And we are coming back here for some more betting action after a really, really good week last week. There was a bit of a a slow start to the program for sure. But last week, two sweeps sweeps. helped us go to 9-2. and What a week, Pips. What was going on last week? The process just seemed to all come together. Can you maybe go through a little bit of that 9-2 and record? yeah we we actually did great
1: i think we did great the week before but we had just some unfortunate losses and everything came back that's just the way it is in betting you need the patience you need to just keep doing what you think should work we were getting amazing closing line value on almost every bet we made so
0: yeah just things coming coming together yeah, and, and people tailing the show, they had a great week. Shout out to the people watching on YouTube, interacting with the chat. Badger Boy, one of them who managed to also get the sweep on that Friday, those Friday plays with us. That was very, very nice to see, but... You know, we don't want to, we're obviously not going to dwell on that too much. A whole other week and a whole other day today of betting. We want to continue to get some wins here um, for, I guess, ourselves and for also, of course, the people watching the show. We have two official plays for today. We wanted to make it three. That's why we started a little bit late. We'll touch on the third one and why we couldn't, we, uh, Pips wasn't able to find the right number for that one in just a second. But to lead off the discussion, uh, we simply have to talk about Joel Embiid. Yesterday, he put up. Wilt Chamberlain sort of numbers, and I do not say that lightly at all. He had 59 points. He had eight assists. He had 11 rebounds. He was 19 for 28 from the field with only one three-pointer to go along with all of that, and he had seven blocks. He was absolutely outstanding yesterday, and in the two days, it was was the second night of a back-to-back as well. And in the two days combined, inside 24 hours, essentially, he had 101 points. Pips, you said you watched this game. What changed here for Joel Embiid? Because that is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing And If you go back and watch every shot he made, those were not easy shots. He was hitting contested jump shots over and over and over again. He was 18 out of 23 for two. And most of these were just like Ooh. playing isolation and face-up shooting over guys or pick-and-roll pull-up shooting from mid-range. And it was just amazing to see, especially the last quarter where he had, I think, five blocks. He gave it on the other side too. It was a close game. He just didn't want to lose it and ruin his amazing night. And yeah, it seems like which is amazing that he's playing Better without James Harden, which is not easy to digest because James is creating so many great, mm-hmm. wide open shots. But he seems like he's just making t- tough shots now, now. And when he's playing next to James Harden, he's not doing great on wide open ones. So it could be just the Warriors, but it's certainly an interesting thing to notice.
0: Yeah, just absolutely willing the Sixers to two wins this weekend. He had 42 points on the Saturday in the win against the Hawks yesterday against the Jazz, who are a good team so far this season especially. So, uh, I mean, I'm not taking any stat line like that lightly, no matter who you're playing. But against a tough team in a game, you only win by seven as well. They needed basically every bit of what Joel Embiid gave them. And I think he just said, we're not losing this game. And he got the Sixers back to 500 now at Seven and seven. But another team sitting at a 500 record after a positive start to the season are the Toronto Raptors. Now we, Pips, we were he was working on a same game parlay to add into the official plays for tonight. It would have included, I don't want to say the numbers because I want people to bet them because it, the numbers will be gone, but yeah. OG Ananobi and Scotty Barnes. We had a same game parlay involving those two players because Raptors will be without Siakman, Fred Van Vliet for today's game. And it also now we found out right as the show is starting, Gary Trent was not going to be available. So the Raptors just lost back-to-back blowouts to the Thunder and the Pacers, and now they're playing the Pistons tonight in what should be a winnable game, but I'm not so sure after the release of Gary Trent's injury. So, Pips, uh, obviously I've watched the Raptors very intently the last couple of days, but what have you noticed about this team and how poorly they played in the last few games?
1: Yeah, you could say they played poorly because obviously they did, but they were missing Pascal Siakam, which is like their best player. So, mm-hmm. And they they didn't have a long bench. I mean, they, they, they have uh, Thaddeus Young and uh, Otto Porter, Porter back. Yeah. yeah, they have them back and they are obviously nice role players. But missing Pascal Siakam and Franklin Fleet and now Gary Chen Jr., I mean, I don't think any any team in the league can perform at the top level without three or four of their best players. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the struggle is is there. They obviously struggle with offense all I mean, most of the games. I I I am huge a fan of uh, Nick Nurse's defense, but I'm not, never was a fan of his offense. And I saw your tweet about uh, Scotty Barnes' struggles, and I completely yeah. agree with it. But the thing with Barnes and the thing I noticed last season, they were, weren't running any set plays for him to get him into the good spots to to get him going. To to to, to he was just like offensive rebounds, one two post ups, one two fade away like, isolation, and that's it. Like, no set place for a young rookie coming into the sling. Like, you are not making this, the things easier for him. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was what I saw last season. And now when these guys are out, he should be the
0: main guy and doing everything, and he's not
1: ready for it yet. Mm-hmm.
0: That That's how I see it. Yeah, and that was probably something I didn't necessarily pick up on right away, but in discussions with people I was talking about on Twitter, talking about on YouTube, on my channel as well, with Scotty Barnes. Maybe this is a little bit more than he can chew at the moment. We've we've been up a little bit more than he can chew because it's just a little bit too much for him. He plays better with Siakam because he's more of an off-ball threat, and uh, he just knows how to play off of the insane talent Siakam. Right now, ask him to be the main guy. Maybe he's just not ready for it, but unfortunately with these injuries and now Gary Trent also missing, um, that could uh, the struggles could continue a little bit as he kind of gets adjusted that. I don't know if this is wide knowledge around the NBA, but the Raptors, as good as they've been, cannot beat the Detroit Pistons when fully healthy. Last season, the Pistons had the season sweep over the Raptors. The season before, I also believe it was a season sweep by the Pistons over the Raptors. The season before that, so that would have been the year after the championship, I think... We beat them once, and they beat us the rest. So the Pistons, and particularly former head coach Dwayne Casey, have our number, regardless of who's playing. And the fact that it's a lighter lineup has me a, bit, a little bit worried for my Raptors going into tonight. But let's move into the picks that we actually have available to bet for tonight. And we have two official plays. They actually both come in the same game, and they involve, uh, involve excuse me, the superstars, on either end of the court. So first of all, we are going to go to the Atlanta side of things as they are visiting the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. And let's hear our first official bet for this one.
1: So the, the, our official bet for this game is Trae Young to score over 26.5 points, which is minus 111 at Caesars. So I expected this to be a little bit higher. I expected 27.5, and that's the number at Fandu, but getting 26.5 here, I think this close at 27.5 for sure. I mean, yeah. Trey Young in the last game against the Bucs, he scored 42 points. And he had a great game, but nothing amazing. I mean, when you look at 42 points, yeah, but it was easy for him because the uh, the big, but the Milwaukee Bucks are now the best defense in the league by far. And the reason for it is they have Brook Lopez back, but they made a, a, an amazing change that boosted their defense, and that's they stopped helping on the pick and roll players. So over the over the last couple of seasons, Bucks are always allowing the most uh, corner trees and spot up shooting, spot up shots. But this season they like decided to just stay on the on their guys and let People come at Brook Lopez, and so uh, Trey Young is the main pick and roll scorer in the league. He will mm-hmm. just will just go like I think he will get thirty shots because there is nothing to kick out. Like he can't pass to the guys in the corners because they are not open because they are not helping. They just they just let, let him shoot like thirty flo- floaters in in this game, and without Drew Holiday. I don't think anyone can stop him getting easier looks. And as I said, they don't allow other guys to, to score. So it will be down to Trae Young to shoot 30 field goal attempts. And when he shoots 30 field goal attempts, this line is just way too low.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. I like the thoughts there, Trey Young. What I, I think my favorite thing about his game, there's so much to love, but the floater game, his ability to go by the first player and as the big approach to him just floated over him avoids the contact he's obviously a small guy avoids the contact but still scores at a pretty efficient rate by doing that that's why he can add on so many points to his numbers yeah. uh really like the spot here 26 and a half you mentioned that you expected to close at 27 and a half i would share that expectation just want to say that we track all these plays publicly on the bet app you can search that app on the app store or go to betstamp.app to find it and in the marketplace tab you can find pick and roll to track all these plays but also with Betstamp. You can use it to find really good value on player props like this. The expectation is that we will close this at 27 and a half. We have seizures here at 26 and a half, minus 111. But as you see, you know, FanDuel's at twenty-seven and a half. Other books have this at 26, like points bet minus 140. So there's some really good value on this number at twenty-six and a half If you get it early. So really like this play overall, like at 26, I liked it. But when you, uh, when you also compare it to other lines, this is a great number. So, as I said, we have to go to the other side of the superstar battle here. And we have Giannis. And this was a play you had last week. It's the same game parlay. Same team against the Hawks. Same probably handicap going back through the well. It was just last last week it was a bit of a blowout from the Hawks without Trey Young over the Bucks. So revisiting this for the same reasons, I imagine.
1: Yeah. And also So, the bet is Giannis over 29.5 points and over 9.5 rebounds, which is minus 120 at Fendel. And yeah, I I think if the game stayed close, he will cover it in the last game too. He had 25 points at seven assists and left the game with seven minutes left, which is like for Giannis, he could score 10 points in in seven minutes, I mean, without any problems. So, five points were just pretty easily achievable. And three rebounds, it would be like, yeah, 50-50 for me. But in that game, Hawks just shoot amazing. And he didn't have any rebounds to to get. I mean, some guys from the bench, like AJ Griffin, young rookie, and just shoot, like, amazing. And, Mm -hmm. yeah. And he got... Like out rebounded by Kong for like three times on the easy rebounds, he will just, yeah, it was, uh, it was not not something you will see often. Giannis had over 20, uh, 12 rebounds in like every game. He got 30, 30 minutes this season, and the way Hawks are rebounding, I think he will get this line pretty easily. And no Drew Holiday. So points, getting his points at the same line without Drew Holiday, I think is a huge thing. And Janice should be very more aggressive tonight because Drew Holiday over the last couple of games was shooting like twenty times a game. So someone needs to take over these uh, shots. And I don't need. I don't think with Giannis back, Jaren Carter, we shoot again like twenty <laughs> a game. <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's it. I think this is if this game can stay close, and it's projected to be close. Uh, I think both both our guys clear this up pretty easily.
0: Yeah, it was a very weird game when the Hawks blew out the, the Bucks with no Trae Young available, but the handicap was strongly in that game that nobody on the Hawks can really guard Giannis. It's going to be a big collaborative effort, but I mean, every team tries to do that, and they still can't stop Giannis. So. I like the play. Then I like it now. I spoke about the Trey Young play as well. Really like both plays that we have here. We have to recap the official play number one is Trey Young over twenty six and a half points. You get that for minus one eleven at Caesars. Uh, go get that while you can, because we think that will change. Pick number two is Giannis Antetokounmpo over. points and over 9.5 rebounds. That is a same-game parlay available at minus 120 at FanDuel. But that has been your show for today. Reminder, this show goes live every single weekday, Monday through Friday at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time, on the board NBA on Twitter as well as the Board NBA YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel and you have liked it on there as well to help support the channel. You can find more from us. Pips likes to share some additional plays sometimes on his Twitter. So make sure you're following at Pips NBA on Twitter. There's some some uh, followers in chat who have liked what they've seen so far, like Jack over here. And also you can follow me on Twitter for more Raptors and NBA discussion at Jake Remenia. And check out my YouTube channel, Amateur Sports, for more Raptors stuff. But make sure you also go into the Hammer Betting Network, thehammer.bet, and subscribe to the Hammer HQ for more sports betting content across all different sports. This is the Board NBA, which is just the NBA division, but we cover so many sports at the Hammer Betting Network. We'll be back tomorrow at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time, and we very much hope to see you there, and we hope we're recapping a couple of winners.